The Minnesota Wild are back in business tonight against the Detroit Red Wings. We will take a look at tonight's game as well as some of the injury news that we learned earlier today at practice. All that and more on today's episode of Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, this is Brandon Duham, and this is Locked On Wild. What is up? What's happening, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you, as always, for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast platforms so you don't miss out on any new episodes throughout the week. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we gear up for tonight's game against Detroit. We'll get you set for tonight's matchup, as well as looking at where some key members of the Minnesota Wild are at from an injury standpoint. We'll talk about the World Juniors as well, because there are a few Minnesota Wild players to keep an eye on while the World Juniors are in session. My name is Seth Topol, your daily Minnesota Wild insider. Today's episode of Lockdown Wild is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNNHL for $20 off your first purchase. We are back and kicking after the uh, Christmas break, uh, which came at a good time for the Minnesota Wilds to try to get a couple of key pieces back in terms of uh, injured players. They will get one back. For tonight's game, as uh, we learned earlier today in morning skate that uh, Ryan Hartman will slot back into the lineup here tonight. But unfortunately, still no Jared Spurgeon as uh, Spurgeon just not quite there yet uh, in terms of being ready to play. He did skate uh, earlier today as well, but um, still just not quite there. And so we'll continue to see kind of the makeshift defense for the Minnesota Wild. Uh, until he's able to slot back in and uh, get back into the lineup. Um, Other injury news, Matt Zuccarello uh, did skate with the team today, but uh, Jonas Brodeen has not. So no idea as of yet as to when Brodeen is going to be able to return to the lineup. He's still a ways off. Zuccarello is still week to week, uh, so he's not uh, yet at the point where we can start thinking about a return for him. But we have seen this team be able to overcome these injuries over the last few games. And now 13 games into the John Hines tenure, 10 and 3, and that has mostly come without the likes of Spurgeon, Brodeen, now Matt Zuccarello. And so this team just finds ways to overcome big losses in the lineup uh, and continuing to, uh, to pick up wins. But The thing now coming back off of the holiday break that the Minnesota Wild will need to keep in mind as they go through the schedule is you can't just let your foot off the throttle. Like They still have to continue to try to climb into the postseason picture. As we look at the standings here today, uh, the Wild find themselves two points behind Arizona for the final wild card spot in the Central. They do have a game in hand, and uh, the Wild will be playing the Arizona Coyotes coming up here uh, before too long. So the Wild will get an opportunity to try to flip that 
uh, by beating them head to head. And you look at how the teams that are below them in the standings um, and even above them in the standings are doing. Uh, Nashville is seven and three in their last 10 games. And so the Wilds still find themselves four points back, although they do have two games in hand. Arizona five and five in their last 10. The Wild, as mentioned, will uh, will be playing them here. Um, I believe it is, I want to say it's the second week of January. The St. Louis Blues, the Wild are one point behind them. The Blues are five and five in their last 10. Uh, they have won two in a row. And so they've seen a little bit of a bump since Craig Berube was fired. And so we talked about it with Alex, but look at what the top three in the Central are doing. Dallas, six, three, and one in their last 10. They've won three in a row. The Colorado Avalanche are six and four in their last 10 games. They've won two in a row. The Winnipeg Jets are eight, one, and one in their last 10 games. They've won two in a row. And so all those teams that you are fighting with for postseason possession, they just continue to win and uh, continue to make it tough for the Wild to, uh, to climb back in. But here the Wild are. They go from not being in the conversation at all to being part of the conversation but there are a lot of people at that table. And so if they want to have a seat uh, at the end of the music, you know, you, you got to keep, uh, you got to keep pushing. And you look at what this team has done in the month of December. We called this uh, back when we previewed the December schedule as uh, a pivotal month for the wild from a uh, schedule standpoint to be able to get back into the win column and with three games left in the uh, month of December the wild as of right now are eight and three in December and we challenge them to get to the 10 win plateau here in December to get themselves back in position they can pick one up here tonight against Detroit but then you have the biggest games of the season at Winnipeg, and then hosting Winnipeg on New Year's Eve. And so all of this work, all this push to get back into the postseason picture, it's very easy for all that hard work to kind of get erased if you find yourself going on a one- or two-game losing streak and these teams in front keep continue to win. So it's pedal to the metal time. I liked how uh, John Hines said there was a ton of energy uh, in practice here today. So I think the team kind of senses that um, that there's an opportunity, but it's not going to be just handed out. It's not going to be just given to you. Uh, this team needs to continue this push and continue to do the things that they have been that have led to wins. So Hartman in, Philip Gustafson in net. We'll talk about the uh, goalie situation for Detroit because. There are going to be some opportunities. Oh, boy. Uh, there are going to be some opportunities against James Reimer. We'll take a look at his statistics uh, as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Today's episode of Locked on Wild is brought to you by FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is incredibly easy to use, and there are a ton of great features that you can use when you use FanDuel. 
There are a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. And if we look in tonight's game between the Minnesota Wild and the Detroit Red Wings, I'm keying in on uh, the anytime goal scorers in this game. And some of your best values, Kirill Kaprizov at plus 115, Jewel Eriksson at plus 155, and Matt Boldy at plus 180. But let's not forget an old face in a new place, Patrick Kane at plus 230 to score an anytime goal here in this one tonight. He's been playing red hot. So consider those as you consider joining FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Welcome back to today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, we thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Make sure to join us after the game for a Locked on Wild postcast. We will break down all of the action in tonight's game uh, between the Wild and the Red Wings. And speaking of the Detroit Red Wings, the team that ended the Dean Evison tenure as uh, the Wild lost that last matchup against Detroit by a score of 4-1. to one. And that was it for Dean Evison. John Hines came in in uh, his tenure started against St. Louis, and the Wild have not looked back ever since. Let's just take a look at how the Red Wings have been doing so far this season. They currently sit 16-14-4, fifth place in the Atlantic Division. And for the Red Wings, it has been an up-and-down go for them, to say the least. They got off to a fantastic start. They were 5-1. and one through their first six games of the season. They ended up going through a little bit of a skid, but they were 14-7-3 on December 5th. They have won two games since. They lost three in a row, then beat St. Louis 6-4, then lost four in a row. They beat Philadelphia 7-6 in a shootout, and then lost 3-2 to the New Jersey Devils on Saturday. So, Neither team has played since Saturday, obviously, with the uh, the holiday break. So both teams well-rested, but it's a Detroit team that you look at the scores that they are uh, losing some of these games. Uh, they lost 6-5 to five to San Jose in overtime to start the skid. Ottawa 5-1, to one, Dallas 6-3, to three, then they lost 2-1 to one and one nothing to Carolina and Philadelphia, 4-3 to three to Anaheim, 5-2 to two to Winnipeg. And then 3-2 to New Jersey. So tight games, but it's a Detroit team that is facing a ton of losses. Um, Just a ton of players that are currently out of their lineup. And also noted wild killer, uh, David Perron, is eligible to return from his six-game suspension come Friday. So that is also a uh, big bullet dodged for the uh, Minnesota Wild, but just look at some of these names. Ville Husso was uh, put on injured reserve. Alex Lyons, so they're, both of their goalies have been uh, put on injured reserve. Oli Mata uh, is not going to play against the Wild tonight. It's expected that he won't. Uh, Jeff Petrie also uh, expected out in this one tonight. And so it's a Detroit team that has uh, a, a lot of injury woes coming into this game, and no woes more than what they are currently rolling with their uh, goalie situation over the last few games. James Reimer in net for the Red Wings tonight, Um, and it's James Reimer and Alex Hutchinson as the two current goalies on the roster. 
for your Detroit Red Wings. And uh, looking at the performances for Reimer here, he has started five games, or has actually uh, been in five games, excuse me. He started three games. His overall numbers are one and three in the month of December with a 4.45 goals against average and an 874 save percentage. In the games that he started, he's allowed five goals, five goals, and six goals. Uh, and the one win was a 7-6 to six shootout against Philly. Lost to Winnipeg 5-2, to two, lost to Dallas 6-3. to three. And so there should be opportunities for the Minnesota Wilds in this one tonight if they can simply get to the net, which has been something they've done a much better job of recently. But um, it, it's that's going to be paramount for the Minnesota Wilds here uh, in this one tonight. Reimer 1-2-0 with a 4.73 goals against average and an 8.67 save percentage in the last in his last three starts. And from our good friend, uh, Johnny Lazarus, the Red Wings have the third worst goals against um, per game played in the month of December at 4.08. So if you can get to the net, you're probably going to get a few goals past the, uh, the wonderful James Reimer here in this one tonight. Now we'll get another familiar face making his return to the XL Energy Center here this evening. And uh, that is none other than former Chicago Blackhawk and Minnesota Wild killer uh, Patrick Kane, who signed with Detroit. And it took him a few games to get himself acclimated. But boy, has he taken off here over the uh, the last three games in particular. Now, you look at uh, what he did in the first four games since uh, returning to the NHL. He had a goal and an assist. But uh, beyond that, really didn't start taking off until the last four games that he's played, in which he has four goals, he has four assists, and uh, just has really started to look like a guy who can be an impact player for the Detroit Red Wings. Now, a lot of the other regulars out of the lineup at this point. And so if they can just continue to continue to get that type of production, from a guy like Patrick Kane coming off of a pretty uh, a pretty uncommon type of surgery that he had on his hip. He could be a difference maker for uh, for the Red Wings, and I don't need to tell you what he has done against the Minnesota Wild over the course of his career because he has done a lot. And so he could be a sneaky player uh, for Detroit in this game tonight if the Wild don't keep an eye on him. Uh, in this one, that is uh, it's going to lead to some problems for uh, for the Minnesota Wild here tonight. So let's get to some keys in this matchup tonight. Philip Gustafson in net for the Minnesota Wild. And uh, actually, before we do, I want to take a look at uh, where the Red Wings are at from a special teams perspective. We always like to just kind of see where teams are at to know if it's going to be one of those uh, hang-on-for-dear-life type nights from a power play perspective. Detroit currently at 21.6% on the power play. The Minnesota Wilds, 18.2% so far this season. So it's a Red Wings power play that is certainly capable of making some noise. And the Red Wings also, if you look at uh, shorthand goals, the Calgary Flames have scored nine shorthanded goals so far this season. 
Uh, Detroit has scored four. So they're capable when they're on the penalty kill of creating some things and generating opportunities that way. So that is going to be one area that the Wild will need to keep an eye on, but that's nothing new. We uh, we key in on special teams on pretty much a nightly basis when the Minnesota Wild are playing. Maybe not as much recently, but uh, it's still something that we definitely key in on quite a bit. Now, penalty kill-wise, Detroit, they're at 79.5%, and so uh, it's not a penalty kill that gives up a ton of opportunities, but it is one that certainly is not invincible. Minnesota Wild now third from the bottom in penalty kill as uh, the Ottawa Senators have dropped to 71.3% and the New York Islanders at 71%. Uh, although Ottawa Senators, 29 games played. I believe they're the only team under 30 so far. Uh, so they're going to have some opportunities to maybe get themselves off that list depending on uh, how these next few games play out. So should be uh, an exciting one tonight. Uh, the Wild are wearing the 78s once again this evening. But let's look at some keys, shall we? Uh, for the Minnesota Wilds, biggest key off of the break, I think for them is to get off to a good start. This is something that you can identify on paper is that when the Wild are able to get off to a good start and get out to an early lead, they're hard to beat. When they trail, it is hard for them to come back. Pretty much every game that they have got out to an early lead under John Hines, they've won. Pretty much every game they have fallen behind early on under John Hines, they have lost. And it's not even necessarily about coming out and scoring within the first 60 seconds to two minutes of the game. It's just about setting the tone. Setting the tone, establishing the tone, and uh, just not allowing Detroit, a team that is just hampered by injuries, not allowing them an opportunity to come in and uh, and take control of this game early on. So hot start out of the break. Everybody's had an opportunity to rest and to uh, just get some energy up. Let's see a nice, quick start in this one and um, and see how that see where that takes them. Second key tonight is to keep an eye on Patrick Kane. It, it's a long honor tradition for opponents of the Minnesota Wild uh, to have really good games even when they move on to different spots. And so even though Patrick Kane now with Detroit, he still is capable of making some noise and you get familiarity against a particular opponent a lot of times it doesn't take much to just get yourself going, get in a groove, and uh, put a few pucks in the net. And then next thing you know, you're uh, on the wrong end of um, a, a kind of a head-scratcher loss. So keep an eye on Patrick Kane is uh, our second key for this one tonight. And we've seen it for a week. Kirill Kaprizov really taken over uh, for the Minnesota Wild. So I want to see Kirill further it, further it into more than just a week. Make it two, further it into this week. Keep it rolling, especially going into the weekend against Winnipeg. That, uh, that presents a good opportunity for him to just continue to get himself back on track and get back towards those Kirill Kaprizov-type numbers and plays 
that we are so accustomed to seeing. Now, what are we watching here tonight? Again, I am going to be keeping an eye on the D pairs to see how they do uh, with now another game without Jared Spurgeon and Jonas Brodeen. What can Brock Faber do as an encore here tonight? How does Jake Middleton look? What about Dakota Mermis? I just want to see how the decor does, continuing to just try to fill the empty void without Spurgeon and Brodeen in the lineup. Also going to uh, see, going to be keeping an eye on, I should say, Philip Gustafson, who uh, is getting the start here tonight. This is a Detroit team averaging about three and a half goals per game, which is certainly more than where the Minnesota Wild are at right now at 3.03. And actually, 3.5 puts them as a top five offense in the NHL. So, can Philip Gustafson slow that mix down? and prevent them from getting those second opportunities, those third opportunities that lead to the goals that this team just has a hard time coming back from. So Philip Gustafson, the D pairings, and how about Marco Rossi again tonight? I'll be keeping an eye on how Rossi does to uh, to see if he can collect another goal. A really solid pre-Christmas for him. Let's see him further that and uh, just continue to keep himself in the Calder Trophy conversation uh, by uh, having another strong performance here uh, in tonight's game. So those are the big ones that we're keeping an eye on. Uh, Of course, we'll be keeping an eye on everything else, and we'll have you covered throughout uh, the entirety of the game here tonight. Now, that's not the only game that is going on at this point. The World Juniors have begun. And so we'll get you caught up as well as taking a look at the names that you should be keeping an eye on while the World Junior Championships are underway. All that and more coming up as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wilds after this. Today's episode of Locked on Wild is brought to you by Game Time. If you have ever tried to buy tickets the day of a sporting event, a concert, or to go see your favorite comedy routine, you probably know the stresses that it can cause, whether it be tickets being too expensive or even worse, views being obstructed when you get to the venue. Game Time is here to erase all of that same-day game stress and to make your ticket-buying experience as stress-free as possible. If you download the Game Time app and create an account using promo code LOCKDOWNNHL, you'll get $20 off your first purchase. Again, download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKDOWNNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-H-L for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. One final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, we thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Make sure to join us after the game for another Locked on Wild postcast, recapping all the action here in tonight's game against Detroit. We'll also be keeping an eye on the World Junior Championships. Those are currently going on over in Sweden, and there are a few names from a Minnesota Wild perspective and otherwise to be keeping an eye on here in the tournament. Of course, the first name, the biggest name, is uh, Liam Ugrin, who is uh, one of the bigger prospects in the Minnesota Wild prospect pool at this point. 
But uh, also you can keep an eye on Rasmus Kumpelainen of Finland and Servak Petrovsky of Slovakia. And in particular, Petrovsky off to a fantastic start for the uh, Slovakian team. He's got three goals, one assist, and four points in uh, their games so far in the tournament. And Slovakia off to a 2-0 start. They have nine goals scored in those two games and just two goals allowed. Now, the other teams that are in the winner's column so far, Canada, of course, they are 2-0. They've outscored their opponents 15-2. Sweden with one win so far, and uh, that was a 6-0 win. Team USA won 4-1 in their opener. Germany also uh, undefeated so far. They won 4-3. And uh, the Czech-Slovakian team won uh, their first game 10-7. Actually, they're 1-1. I beg your pardon. Uh, They've played two games, but are 1-1. Other teams in the mix include Switzerland, and uh, they are 0-1 so far. They lost 3 to nothing. Finland is 0-2. They've been outscored 9-5. Latvia has been outscored 16 to nothing, and Norway is 0-2. They've been outscored 12-2. So Canada and uh, Team USA, Canada in Group A, Sweden and uh, Germany, the winners so far, Slovakia, USA, and uh, Czechia. The, uh, the other team with a win so far. Now, so far, just one game for the uh, Sweden team, Swedish team. Liam Ugren does have one assist in uh, that one game or did have one assist in that game. So some names to definitely keep an eye on through the, uh, the World Juniors. We'll, of course, be following them, but also be following... Um, Team USA as well, and uh, for Team USA, certainly got their uh, their tournament off to a good start, winning four to one. Gavin Brindley with a couple of goals in that one, and of course, you've got a ton of uh, other prospects, uh, U.S. prospects, Jimmy Snuggerud on the team, um, Frankie Nazer, and uh, so it'll be exciting to see how this unfolds. Um, as I get more and more into hockey, I follow the uh, World Juniors more and more. So uh, that's kind of a fun element of it as well. But uh, best of luck to Liam Ugrin, uh, Rasmus Kumpelainen, and uh, also to Servak Petrovsky uh, in their competition in the uh, World Juniors. So that's what we have for you here for today's episode. Again, we'll be with you after tonight's game for a Lockdown Wild postcast. So make sure to stay tuned, and hopefully uh, we will be talking to you once again after a Minnesota Wild win. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast platforms so you don't miss out on any new episodes throughout the course of the week. We have new episodes for you every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.